This is your boy Prophecy, and we're about to get into a WWE segment. But before we get into it, I have one question. Where's Brock Lesnar? Stay tuned. people this is your boy prophecy i'm here and i'm bringing you a new addition to the nerditude podcast i'm calling it the suplex session where i'm here talking to you guys about wwe what happened in this week in wwe um a lot of things happened a lot of good things and a lot of bad things but one question remains on everybody's mind where the hell is brock lesnar where is the Universal Championship? Because I feel like it's been missing. We need to put it on a milk carton or something uh, because we haven't seen it in a very long time. They tripping, tripping out there. I don't know what they doing with it, but Brock Lesnar probably holding it hostage. He he wants some ransom money. But um, in the wake of that Universal Championship, we have a nice little feud going on between Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns. Uh, Roman Reigns cut a good promo this week, man. I was really feeling his promo. Uh, but, you know, Bobby Lashley also cut a good promo, feeding into the crowd a little bit, you know, saying that we're tired of seeing his face. And Brock Lesnar's tired of facing him, which yeah, I, I could agree with. I would, I would rather see Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar right now than Roman Reigns. But, hey, you can't always get... What you want? Uh, another another person that we're looking for. Where the hell is Dean Ambrose, man? We're waiting for you to come back from this injury, man. Come on back. Come on back. But uh, back to Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns. Um, they had a little promo segment, which led to uh, a rematch. With them two versus the Revival, the, Ri- the Revival picked up the victory, pinning Roman Reigns, which was not a good look for Roman. I won't take nothing away from the Revival. We all know they're a great tag team, but that did not look good for Roman at all. We also had a little a little, a little piece of Mojo Riley trying to, you know, I don't know what they're trying to do with him. They're trying to turn him into this, this great heel, but... I'm not really feeling it. I'm not feeling it at all. You know? Whatever. Um, Another segment. No, this wasn't even a segment. You could call this the whole damn show. No, because there is something bigger. But Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler for the rematch for the Intercontinental Championship that Seth Rollins lost last week. Now, in my head, I don't know why why they booked Seth Rollins to lose the championship. Maybe this is opening up him getting a Universal Championship uh, match. I hope that's the reason. 
Um, but another thing that popped into my head was maybe this is part of why Dolph re-signed with WWE. Maybe he's supposed to, you know, get a championship or two in his uh, his contract clause. Maybe. I don't know. But I guess we're going to have to wait to see next week on Monday Night Raw. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this uh, Braun Strowman-Kevin Owens segment. Uh it's 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 entertaining. I'll put it I'll put it like that. But if they weren't to get into a match at Extreme Rules or whatever, we we all know Braun Strowman is gonna win. He's a monster. Of course, Kevin Owens is gonna put up a fight, but Braun Strowman is ultimately gonna pick up the victory. I guess this this is just something for both of them to do in the meantime. But I'm entertained. So carry on. Uh, we had a match with um, Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor and Constable Baron Corbin. Make sure you put the Constable in front of it, all right? He's going to get mad if you don't. He's going to get mad if you don't. That was actually a good match. You know, I was really feeling it. Uh, Kevin Owens put on a show. Baron Corbin put on a show. You know Finn Balor always going to put on a show. And Braun Strowman, like I said, he's a monster. So that was a that was um a decent little match there. I was I was digging it. We had the B team, not the B team, but Curtis Axel from the B team versus Woken Matt Hardy, uh, where Curtis Curtis Axel picked up the victory, and it looked like. Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy were gonna attack them, but they they actually they actually congratulated them on the victory. Like it was it was weird. I was I was kinda I was kinda surprised. I was I was ready for that attack. Um my question is do you guys think that they are gonna give the B team the championships? Now my thing is no matter who wins the championship, AOP is gonna take it from them. Eventually, uh, AOP is looks to be getting in their first feud, their first real feud instead of fighting, you know, hometown people. Um, they're getting in a feud with uh, Titus Worldwide. So you, we we all know how this is gonna go. But let me tell you the highlight of Monday Night Raw, the moment we all been waiting for. Bailey finally snapped on Sasha and whooped her ass. Ragdoll around the arena. Ragdoll. And then the icing on top of this bad cake, this moist cake that we sitting here drooling over, was the moment she stood over Sasha Banks and said, You ain't shit. Sasha, I, I lost my freaking mind. I lost my mind. I lost my mind. That was that was everything to me. Everybody's saying, you know, Bailey's heel now. I don't believe Bailey is heel. I just think she's the kick-ass face now. That's all. That's all I think. I don't think Bailey is going heel at all. At all. But we'll see on Monday Night Raw because you know they got to have this this... What 
counseling, therapy, whatever session they got to have. So we'll, we'll see more of this on Monday Night Raw. But that was the highlight of the whole night, man. That that will always sit in my mind. You ain't shit, Sasha. Because that's how I actually feel about Sasha Banks, man. I feel like Sasha Banks is very entitled. I'm not saying she doesn't work hard, but she she's very entitled. And I heard she's not a really good people person. So it's like, I'm eh, not really feeling them. I'm not really feeling them. But we're going to move on. We're going to move on to SmackDown, people. SmackDown this week was, um, it was, it was cool. Um, apparently since Shinsuke Nakamura, he was in some type of thing with a dog, a dog bit him. I don't know the whole story, but, uh, he was, he was out for this week, for this, uh, this episode of SmackDown Live, so... I don't know if it was very bad or I don't know how bad the dog bite was. Maybe they wanted to test him to make sure he ain't got nothing from the dog bite. I don't know. But I I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. Uh, We found out that uh, James Ellsworth will be facing Asuka next week on SmackDown Live. Now, this match is either going to go one or two ways. Oscar's gonna embarrass James Ellsworth, or Carmella is gonna interfere. And uh, James Ellsworth is gonna pick up the victory. All right, it's about time we take a break. When I come back, we're gonna get into some more suplex session. All right, people, I'm back. Let's get back into the SmackDown news. Now, one person I do feel like is uh, is on the road to a championship, a championship opportunity is Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch has definitely been on the road winning her matches lately. Uh, that being said, she picked up another W this past week on SmackDown Live against Sonya Deville via tap out. Um, looking at the SmackDown Women's Division, I feel like... Becky Lynch after Oscar is going to be the only valuable option to challenge Carmella. Now, that being said, I don't believe they're going to give it to Oscar, which is why I'm saying this. I don't believe they're going to give the championship to Oscar yet. Why? I don't know. It's just a hutch. Uh, I don't know. But Carmella's going to win again in their next match. And the next up is going to be Becky Lynch, the challenge for the championship. Don't believe me? Just watch. But another person who's definitely on a roll, and I feel like WWE creative team is actually listening now, is Rusev, man. If you don't know, Rusev is now the number one contender to the WWE Championship. And who's the champion? AJ Styles. Um, this has definitely been different. Like this, this definitely made people wake up. It's like, hey, they actually made Rusev the number one contender over people like 
Daniel Bryan, The Miz, Samoa Joe. Remember the gauntlet match, man. The Miz, Daniel Bryan, and Samoa Joe. Those were the top three people I thought were going to win that match. And then who comes out and wins? Rusev. Rusev Day. Which was a big shock to me, but I'm not going to lie. I was very excited because it's something different. You know, I'm tired of seeing the same thing from WWE all the time. The same people on top. The same people in the mid card. Like, switch it around. Give us some fresh product. You know? You get tired of eating the same thing every day. Eventually, you're going to want to taste something different, right? So, this this is that something different. This is that something different we need. Now, I don't know if they're going to let Rusev win the championship. That's a whole nother conversation. But the fact that he's even in this match one-on-one versus AJ Styles, hands down, is a, is a, a step in the, the right direction with the creative team. All right. But that being said, Rusev picked up the victory this past week on SmackDown Live against Xavier Woods. And he had a message for AJ Styles. I'm coming up to your door. I'm coming up to your house and knocking down the door and taking your WWE championship. And it's going to be a great Rusev day. Strong words from Rusev. Like I said, I don't know if they're actually going to book him to win. If they do, that'll be an even bigger shock. Because if they do that, that means anything is possible in the WWE. And maybe, like I said, the creative team is actually starting to listen to us now. Which is, it's wonderful. We need it. We need it. Uh, we uh, Now, as you know... It was supposed to be Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the United States Championship. But Shinsuke Nakamura was out, as I mentioned earlier, because he got bit by a dog. So it ended up being Jeff Hardy versus Eric Young. Um, That match was decent uh, until the Usos got involved and started fighting the other members of Sanity. And then it just, all hell broke loose. And it, it ended up turning into a... A, uh, it was just an all-out brawl, man. But it ended up turning into a six-man tag match. Jeff Hardy's and Usos versus uh, Sanity. Um, Jeff Hardy and the Usos picked up the victory. Like I said, it wasn't, it wasn't like an A one match, but it was a decent match to get by, you know. Uh, and SmackDown's shock of the week. Now you know Raw had their shock of the week with the with the Bailey beating on Sasha. Now let's get the SmackDown shock of the week. Daniel Bryan versus Luke Harper. This match. Definitely showed that Luke Harp, like what Luke Harper is capable of, man. We all know Luke Harper can hang. We've seen him in some great matches. We've seen him in some great feuds in the past. Um, he definitely has the ability 
to go further in the company than where he's been recently. All right. And this match with Daniel Bryan showcased that. All right. This was a great match. Great match. Not good match. Great match. All right. Until Eric Rowan got involved. And, you know, two-on-one assault. They're beating on Daniel Bryan. And the unexpected happened. I don't think anybody expected it. If 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 anybody expected it, just let me know right now. Send your message in. Let me know. Tell me that you expected Kane to come down to the ring and start helping Daniel Bryan. Tell me that you expected that. I'm telling you, nobody expected that. Nobody expected Kane to come down to the ring and help Daniel Bryan. They proceeded to to beat on the Bludgeon Brothers. Daniel Bryan with the running with the running knee strike to um Eric Rowan. Kane with the choke slam to Luke Harper. And then there was a moment where Kane stared at Daniel Bryan and held his arms out for a hug. Daniel Bryan looked at him like, nah, nah, I don't trust you. Hell nah, big fella. And everybody in the crowds, yes, yes, yes. Daniel Bryan goes in for the hug. The the crowd erupts. They erupt. They erupt. So, what happens next? Paige comes out. Announces that it's going to be the Bludgeon Brothers versus Team Hell No. At Extreme Rules. For the championship. The SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. Crazy, right? A lot of people are upset that they put Daniel Bryan back with Kane. Me, I'm not. It's cool. It's awesome. They're like, oh, when are we going to get this Miz-Daniel Bryan feud? Why are you rushing it? We know that the feud is going to be awesome. We know that the feud is going to be great. We know we're going to get good matches from them. Why are you rushing it? We're going to get it. Maybe they're saving it for WrestleMania season. Maybe they're saving it for, for SummerSlam. No, SummerSlam is right around the corner. We probably won't get it at SummerSlam. But they're saving it. And that's good. They're not rushing into these storylines that are that are obviously needed and wanted. They're not rushing into them. They're, it's, they're like holding a steak in front of our mouths and not letting us eat it. They're like, just smell it. Just smell that steak. That's what they're doing. You don't always want to rush into your great feuds. You don't want to rush into your great matches. Let us have this team hell no going on now. Uh, I say they, they, they win the championships, hold them for a little while. They lose them somewhere down the line. I'm telling you that Miz Daniel Bryan feud isn't going to happen until close to WrestleMania. Probably around Royal Rumble time. So just just be patient. We're going to get them matches. We're going to get what we've been waiting for. But they have to do something in the meantime, right? But that's um that's that's all I got for this week, man. That's all I got off the top. But this has been Suplex Session. The first edition of Suplex Session. This is your boy Prophecy and I'm out. I appreciate you guys for stopping by. Make sure you guys smack that applause button. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever you're listening, make sure you leave a review if possible. Good or bad, it does not matter. 
I appreciate you guys. Prophecy out. Peace.